Hey, what's going on, one? This is Adam. And this is Amir. And welcome back to the show. So today, we have a special one. Amir, why don't you tell everyone what we're going to be doing today? We are finally getting around to listening to the new Ghost Atlas album, Dust of the Human Shape. And I say finally because we have anticipated this release for since, a while now. Since 2017, basically. Which was their last album release, not including the acoustic album they put out in 2019. So it's been quite a few years since their last release. Especially seeing what Jesse has been working up with Era and like how much he's evolved since Ghost Atlas released their last album. I mean, he just gets better and better. We've only heard one song from this whole album, and we will hear it in this part one of the episode because there's 12 tracks so we're going to do six here six in part two but um this album is complete we're going in other than one song we're going in completely blind so we don't know what to expect but i have a gut feeling that one of these songs is probably going to sound like a memory fiction my instinct is just telling me that there's going to be a song like that on yeah there. i have a feeling we're going to get a bit of a softer kind of slower paced song i just maybe towards the end of the album and i just want to say the one song that I did hear from this record, you know, when we listened to Lesser Gods, because we reacted to that single on the show, I made a post that says that Jesse Cash is one of the most underrated musicians right now, because he's always put out great fucking music, and every time when he writes something or that he makes an album with Ghost Atlas or with Era, he never fucking half-asses anything. No, even... He puts all his fucking effort and heart into everything that he makes. Even live, he just... He's flawless live you know having the opportunity to see those guys twice now twice now I will tell you this the first time we saw him we were blown away with blew just, us away just how good he sounded live his guitar playing skills everything but the second time that we saw him it was after you know a couple of years after we, we first got around to seeing him it was like two years after we uh, we saw them the first time and he just got better. You know, he sounds like he does in the studio. It, it's amazing. And uh, we do. I do have um, recordings from that show, but because they won't let me upload them to the podcast anymore, I can't. I I can't fortunately let you guys hear them. Unfortunately, but I do have the recordings and I do have them saved. So I can, if I can somehow find a way to get them out there, then I will. I will do it. But it just probably won't be on here. Maybe on Music Junkies too. I'll see if I can find a way to release it on there. But anyway, let's go ahead and get started. So, uh, Amir, how do you pronounce this first track? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Void Voyeur. Track number one, Void Voyeur. Kind of a tongue twister, though. Yeah, it kind of is. Lyrics or no lyrics? Please tell me we got lyrics. We do not. Oh, no. But Jesse, but Jesse, he's not like a, he's not like a death course singer, though, so we might be able to to determine the lyrics. True. I'm excited for this album. Think of that album cover. I like it. 
That section right there, his vocals, it reminds me a little bit of a uh, Cry Wolf from their 2017 album. The soft, the softer, slower song. It is. playing in the background? Jesse recording most of it himself or did he have like certain I think he might have maybe another member or two I'm not really too positive on how, on how how the members of Ghost Atlas work but I know obviously he's the vocalist and everything but uh right. I don't know if he's if he's pulling like a big role or whatever where he's doing everything himself but I'm my gut is probably telling me that maybe he has another member or two of the band Good first track it was pretty pretty a little, little slower slower paced song. Definitely a good song though. This vocal is on point as always. Right. All right. Track number two. This one's called Panorama Daydream. Yeah. 
I still want to see if my if my instinct is right about that memory fiction style track. I'm making out some stuff here and there. Drowning in the undertow. That song could put you to sleep. I'm trying not to doze off right now because of how peaceful this is. Oh, this is like a, like a real laid back album. Which, that's probably like why he chose that album cover. It's literally just like someone sitting with a guitar and like a little cat beside them. Right. <laughs> First two songs are really, really good. I got no complaints. 
Because, you know, Ghost Atlas isn't isn't supposed to be like a heavy project like Era is. No. It's supposed to be its own thing. Right. Which this album defines, you know, like what type of music they do. So I have no complaints that it's softer. And plus, this is all Jesse, man. Like, this is, this is the project where he gets to fully show his potential as a musician. Those two songs up there were just the first two steps, basically. Right. Alright, track number three. On to the one track we have heard, Lesser Gods. First single released on the band. First track in a good couple of years since 2017. That was a good first single to choose, though. Yeah, this, this is where it kind of starts to pick up a little bit. Move to sign Ghost Atlas to UN, UNFE, the same label as Era. I hope when Era releases their new album, they announce a double tour with them and Ghost Atlas. That would be pretty cool to see Jesse like sing kind of both sides. Yeah. such a treat though like to see Era again along with them on the same show or at least like a handful of songs you know 
Yeah. Just for like a little, a little treat. Like, just play this song live, you know? Let Jesse Cry Wolf, his... Cry Wolf, and Lesser Gods. Yeah, like, let him have That's all I need. I love that ending right there. God, first three tracks. Perfect. Alright. Track number four. Gaps in the armor. Is that how you say that? Yeah. I think, <laughs> okay. uh, I think so. Yeah. Gaps, gaps in the armor. Alright, so from now on we're completely in the dark now. Okay, acoustic so far. I dig it. Pick your favorite song for the uh, so far, the whole album. Okay. This is our first 2024 album. So far, so good. I have no complaints, man. get me high anymore.
a note. See, just little change-ups like that. Yeah. And your lyrics when, make the biggest difference. I love when bands do that, dude. Wow, that was a quick song. I like that chord, man. That was a good chord. It was. That was a good... Dude, these first four songs have been fucking awesome. I think that was probably my favorite chord out of all of them that I've heard so far. Nice. Lester God is being my, still my favorite song, though. Nice. Okay, so this is track number five. Alright, so this is track number five. This one's called Seeker. Stretch the Night. And I think this was the second single that came out after Lesser Gods. I know one of these songs has a music video. I'm not sure which one. Oh, lyrics. There we go. Oh, why didn't, oh, why didn't I have it for the first one? Alright. Piano? Am I gonna get my memory fiction wish? found my song, my memory fiction song of this, of Ghost Atlas. That's my memory fiction song, dude. Oh, why, why, why? Right at the end. No. 
Come on, give me like a fade out. Just let me hear you on me that guitar. Expecting all the, the drumming and the guitars and shit to come in. No, I thought it was gonna be like purely piano. Holy shit! Wow, that was a great track. That man. was amazing. Yeah, we need more like that on the album, man. Dude, that literally gave me memory fiction vibes. That was my memory fiction track I wanted. I knew they were gonna have one like that on here. I almost shed a tear on that song, man. It was beautiful. Great lyrics, too, Holy man. Holy shit. I loved the end when Jesse was harmonizing his high-pitched with his lower-pitched. Yeah. Oh, my God. That went so well. This is what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, man. This, this is why he's such a fucking great artist, because he doesn't half-ass anything. He puts all his effort, all his heart and soul into every one of his tracks. Is it why it takes him so long to, like perfect these albums, man. And I guess he didn't want to put them out unless he knew the time was right. right. Or if he knew that it sounded just the way it needed to be. Alright, last track for part one, and then we're gonna take a brief intermission. We'll come back for part two. This is the last track, part one. It's called Riding the Blind Side.
just gonna say, man, whoever's drumming, they've been so consistent on this album. I have. The production work is so good, too. Letting that bass come through. Like if I had to pick two standouts, be those two. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Like this, this is just incredible, man. But all the tracks are fantastic though, because they all bring their unique twist into the album. But Seeker, Stretch the Night, and Lesser Gods. Oh my God, all these songs have like their own take on them though, and that's what makes them so great to listen to. Seeker really impressed me. Seeker was... That was my memory fiction of Ghost Island. Yeah, that was a great song. Started off slow with the piano. Had a slow, subtle build-up. Great lyrics. Great lyrics. When the guitar kicked in at the end. The harmonizing of the vocals. The way it layered. It was like the perfect perfect song. Yeah. Fantastic. Alright, well, that is going to do it for part one. Everybody stick around. And we'll be right back after this short little break. And we will finish off part two of Dust of the Human Shape. back everyone to part two of dust of the human shape from ghost atlas so before we start what do you think how'd you think how'd you feel about the first half of the album first half of the album was pretty good man uh seeker definitely took us by surprise and lesser gods of course great single all the songs have been fantastic they have 
fantastic, great half, first half of the album. But now we're going to start with the second half. And this is track number seven. And this one's called Tomato Red. Oh, the artwork's actually moving this time. Well, because uh, in between the break, I switched it to, to the UNFD's page. Uh, and then they have the whole album on there, and, and it has like these little these little uh, visualizers. I don't know if anybody heard that, but if you didn't hear it, don't mind it. <laughs> My roommate next door. He's playing Call of Duty. harmonizing too. Man. These songs are flying by, dude. I know. They don't feel like three, four minute songs. That was probably the quickest one. Crap. Dude, the next one's even shorter. I know. <laughs> Please. Alright, track number eight. This one's called Polyphonic Mind. Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. We get a different visualizer this time. Though. This time it's from the street. 
Yeah, see, you can see what they're looking at. These are literally flying by, dude. They're short songs, but they're they're so good. They are, man. It goes back to that thing I was talking about a long time ago. Remember the, uh, if you're gonna make shorter songs, you better make sure that you fucking kill it. Yeah, you better pack a punch behind that song. In <laughs> all the songs that you do. And in Ghost Atlas terms, they've been, he's, they've been doing it. Alright, this is track number nine. Why don't you pronounce this one? Bed sheet tourniquet. Track number nine. Mm -hmm. 
It's definitely been a softer album. It kind of reminds me, like, the way he's playing, it reminds me of Philippia. Yeah. This would be a great album to listen to, like, on a, on a road trip. Driving out in the countryside? Yeah, some back roads, just kind of have the window down, cruising. There's a breeze, it's like 60 degrees. Yeah, blasting. This song, it just... Humidity's low, it feels really good outside. Yeah. Like, imagine driving through, like, the fucking mountains and shit of Colorado. Was like making me sleepy. Like I'm just like I'm 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 like popping in and out of closing and opening my eyes. I don't know that. But yeah, this album is just like it gets you so relaxed. I know, like I'm getting a little too relaxed. <laughs> That's why I started sitting more up. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, damn, this 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 album is just gonna it's gonna make me doled off. We're gonna wake up and be like, oh shit, what's their record? That's why I have my drink. So <laughs> I have my drink. I gotta stay awake. I might listen to this when I go to bed tonight. Yeah, I mean, this just would be... If you play it like at a low volume, like yeah. just the right volume. Yeah. Nice little fade out there towards the end. Damn, we're like one of the first people to listen to this, this like these barely have any views. Okay, so Benji Turnica had 72 views. Our next track, which is the title track, Dust of the Human Shape, has 656. In the House of Leaves has over 16k. <laughs> but granted, that was released a month ago. Yeah. Alright, well, let's get into the track number 10, which is the title track, Dust of the Human Shape.
piano we've been getting to. No. trying to stay up. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it doesn't help the fact that it's like it's a cloudy day and like there's nothing going this, on. This album was meant for cloudy days. Just like Like I can I can imagine hearing a song like this like on a, on a movie soundtrack or something. I know like like an ending credit or something like this it's just or like part of the movie where the characters like split and go their separate ways. Like this song would be playing. I need to go back and listen to the lyrics and like look look at the lyrics of the of the song. Cause these these softer tracks on the album phenomenal. Dude, that was beautiful. Yeah. Alright, 
now we are on to track number 11. So this was the third and I think last single that they might have released for the album. Before, you know, obviously before it came out today. This is track number 11 in the House of Leaves. I've heard that this song sounds really good though.
treading, man. You know what I liked about that ending right there? Is the fact that he didn't he didn't have to keep the same tone from when he's like in the house of leaves. He chose to go with the high pitched route at the end to change to mix it up. Yeah, I noted that the song was going on. Like he just brought more and more energy toward each chorus. Literally. Love that man. And it exploded at the very Dude, that fucking guitar was shredding in the background. Love that. That was a really great song, by the way. That was. I love that. That's definitely in the top three up there. Hell yeah. Alright. Last track. Track number 12. This is track number 12 called Death Confetti. I think it's the longest track on here. Is this the longest track? Yeah, it's the longest track. Just over five minutes.
a simple riff, but worked so well in the song. So peaceful to listen to. I heard him say the light of the Everglow. I wish we had lyrics on this track. I know. Like, it would be fitting to just, like, see what he's saying on the last track of the album. Starting to pick up a little bit. Wow, that's it. Man. Dude, that album was so peaceful. Like, I was literally, it was literally. I know, I was, to sleep. I, was, I was fighting sleep during this album. <laughs> Good lord. That man has the voice of an angel. The dude can do no wrong. He's a under, very underrated musician. He deserves more attention. But yet he's choosing to do it with Era and Ghost Atlas. And that's good enough for me. So, um, what, are, what are your top three favorite tracks? Lesser Gods, Seeker, sure, those are my top two. If I had to choose... Man, maybe Dust of the Human Chick. Yeah, that was a good track. Really like that track. In the House of Leaves, like, that one's real, real close. Mine is uh, Dust of the Human. No, no, oh, it's uh, Lesser Gods, Seeker in the Stretch of the Night, and in the House of Leaves. I loved that song. I didn't have anything like to complain about with it. No, I didn't either. Like it was peaceful, great voice on Jesse, just everything, man. I really don't. Uh, I really don't have anything negative to say. I mean, the whole album was just a fucking treat. Great album to listen to if you're trying to unwind. Definitely to unwind. Maybe on a road trip too somewhere. Yeah. You're out in the open. You're just traveling around. You've got some good scenery around you. 
Let's pop on the album. We'll probably be listening to this when we go to Oklahoma City to go to go see Dayseeker. Because we got three shows in May coming up this year. These are the only three shows we're going to be doing as of right now. Because we're trying to work some stuff out around that time of the year. But these three shows are confirmed we have. We're finally going to get Redemption to go see Insomnia. Which I'm very excited for. Then you have about 10, 11 days later, we're going to go see Dayseeker, Polaris, Rain City Drive, and Avoid. That's going to be a treat. We're, that's the one we're driving to Oklahoma City. And then you have the one literally the next day, like as we're coming home, because we're going to stay one night down there. We're going to leave first thing the next morning on May 16th. And that night, we're going to see Enterprise Earth. <laughs> And tracheotomy and a couple other bands so we're gonna have a hell of a month for concerts for May so we're very excited about that but anyway that's gonna wrap it up for us for Ghost Atlas it was a hell of a return welcome back and now that he, Jesse has the album out they're probably going to focus on things with Era again. Because I think they got a new album that's going to be coming out this year. And hopefully, if we're lucky enough, maybe they'll tour together. Because it'd just so. be fitting. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye out on that. But if I randomly send you a message one day showing like a poster, like with them and Era on the same poster, you know I called it. Yep. <laughs> so we'll see about that. Well, that's going to do it for us. We want to thank you all for listening. And we will see you all in the next episode. And by the way, before we go, there's one last thing I want to say. After we are finished with season 21, this is going to be... We're pretty close to the halfway mark now. Um, after season 21, we're going to be taking a little bit of a break because I'm going to be in the process of moving. Uh, as of right now, it's the end of January. It's January 26th on the day of this recording. The day that... Dust of the Human Shape released. Over the next month of February, even to maybe the first week or two of early March, we are going to be moving in to our new apartment, me and Tony are, who's been on the show quite a bit. So after season 21 is over, we'll be taking a little bit of a break so we can move into a new place, get everything situated. we got to get our Wi-Fi and stuff set back up so we can start recording the podcast at the new place. So it's going to be a big change, but rest assured we'll be back but until then just you guys can just enjoy the rest of season 21 that we're going to provide you so thank you all for listening see you all in the next episode